Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 13th. 5.38 a.m. Central as I speak here. December corn futures up a quarter cent at 6.96 and a quarter. November soybeans up 13 cents at 15.01 and three quarters last. December Chicago wheat up 13 and a quarter at 8.72. December Kansas City wheat up 12 and three quarters at 9.39 and three quarters. December spring wheat up five and a quarter at 9.31 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, make sure you leave me a review on that Apple podcast app. I could use some more reviews there. If you guys are watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, leave me a comment, let me know what you think about uh, yesterday's USDA report. Uh, I look at all the comments and all of that stuff will help uh, YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information from me, guys, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather info, grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this. Yesterday, of course, I did a highlight of the USDA report. On report day, I typically have the, the big headline numbers out within 60 seconds via text message to subscribe. Subscribers, and then I had a video analysis um, out about 25 minutes after the report. So if, if it's on report day, I've got some really timely stuff out. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, uh, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. USDA's estimate for U.S. soybean production was shockingly low. The U.S. soybean yield was pegged at 50.5 bushels per acre, down sharply from 51.9 last month. The average trade guess was 51.5. So we were down 1.4 bushels from last month and a full bushel per acre below uh, the average trade guess. In addition to that lower yield, USDA cut its harvested acreage number by 600,000. The end result here, when it comes to soybean production, was a number, a production number, that was below trade expectations by a whopping 118 million bushels. That is one of the largest misses I can recall. Uh, USDA also cut the demand projection on the domestic new crop balance sheet by 93 million bushels, as is their methodology. Uh, typically, if they make a big supply cut, they're probably going to make Make a demand cut also. So just to keep that carryout, and I don't have the carryouts on my screen, but just to keep that new crop soybean carryout number at 200 million, they had to cut demand by 93. And some people would argue whether or not that's uh, warranted. But in any case, that soybean production number was was the big uh, shock item yesterday. That was the big surprise. I think a lot of people thought it would be the corn number, and the corn number was friendly. I'll talk about it in a second. But the big surprise yesterday, no doubt, was the soybean production number. Now, in regard to corn. The uh, yield estimate came in as expected at 172.5. The surprise in corn, again, was in acreage. Uh, USDA cut its harvested corn acreage number by 1 million. So the result was a total U.S. corn production number that was 144 million bushels below the average trade guess. So uh, as with soybeans, 
You had a, a friendly corn production number, not as friendly, relatively speaking, but it was a friendly number. USDA cut the demand projection on the domestic new crop corn balance sheet by $250 million. Now, when it comes to these acreage cuts, uh, USDA mentioned the adjustments to the corn and soybean harvested acreage numbers on the front page of the report. This was their quote. Each September, NAS has the opportunity to revise planted and harvested acreage estimates for chickpeas, cotton, dry edible peas, lentils, peanuts, and rice. This year, NAS also included corn, sorghum, soybeans, and sugar beets in this review due to the completeness of this season's data for these crops. Revisions are based on all available data, including the latest certified acreage data from the Farm Service Agency. All states in the estimating program for these crops were subject to review and updating. So they used some additional data that maybe in some years they don't have, and uh, they came up with some lower acreage numbers, uh, a million acres of, of less uh, less harvested acreage in corn and 600,000 less in soybeans. So it's a friendly report for the row crops, more so in regard to soybeans than corn, but but pretty much friendly all around just because of the production numbers. Let's get back to this railroad strike here. So fear of a rail uh, worker strike in the U.S. continues. Wall Street Journal had some updates on this. There's actually surprisingly uh, little um, uh, news type uh, items being printed on this deal. So the journal is reporting that uh, rail railroads have informed customers that they may stop accepting certain types of freight, including hazardous materials, uh, chemicals used in fertilizer, uh, items used for chlorine uh, purification in water. In the instance of a work stoppage, these sensitive or hazardous items could be left unattended, which they don't want. Some agricultural companies are reportedly weighing contingency plans, including the a possible shutdown of processing plants. Amtrak said it would begin reducing some passenger routes uh, just this week. So you've still got two of 10 unions representing 66,000 workers, and that's the Wall Street Journal number. I had a different number. I think it was 50,000 yesterday or 57,000. So you're within that 50, 60,000 range, I guess. Uh, the deadline for an agreement is Friday. There has been an a uh, panel appointed by the White House, which has already interceded uh, with recommendations for the for a deal. So the ripple effects of a work stoppage here, I mean, they go far beyond agriculture, of course. Uh, when it comes to agriculture, I think the immediate Im- impact on the market would be felt in basis. You know, if you're in a, a corn deficit area, you may see stronger basis. If you're in a, a, a area with a better crop this year, uh, maybe your basis just falls apart. I'm not really sure, again, how the board would react. Now, the Wall Street Journal did have an interesting quote regarding Congress and their authority regarding this deal. This is what they said. Congress could prevent a strike under federal law. Under the Railway Labor Act, rail, railroads and unions are bound to collective bargain, bargaining agreements, including mediation with multiple cooling off periods to provide time to resolve disputes and stave off strikes. So that makes it sound like Congress could stop this, but there still seems to be a lot of concern. I'm no expert on labor negotiations, but uh, that is what the journal printed here this morning. Let's get into the crop progress report. U.S. corn harvest is underway in several states. The crop is 5% harvested nationally, up from nothing last week. Uh, Five-year average is 4%. You've got states that have begun corn harvest as of Sunday. They include Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Illinois. The crop is rated 53% good to excellent, down from 54 last week, 61 on average. It's pretty normal for uh, ratings to decline seasonally uh, into harvest. 
Soybean conditions declined 56% good to excellent, down from 57 last week below the 60% average. Uh, we do not have any uh, national harvest figure yet in regard to soybeans. Uh, in regard to wheat, uh, U.S. winter wheat planting is accelerating 10% complete nationally, up from three last week, ahead of the 7% average. States that have begun uh, winter wheat planting as of Sunday, according to USDA, include Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, South Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Washington, and Oregon. Uh, no activity noted in your Midwestern, like SRW areas. Uh, spring wheat crop 85% harvested, up from 71 last week, uh, slightly below the 89% average. The Bureau of Labor Statistics will release monthly consumer price index or CPI uh, inflation data this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, this is the big deal in, in outside financial markets here today is this inflation print. The trade expects an annualized CPI print of 8.1%, uh, which would be down from 8.5% of the previous month. The drastic decline in gasoline prices would likely be the result of, of or the um that would likely be the driver of any moderation in the inflation statistics. So this report is important because it could influence next week's Fed decision regarding interest rates. Uh, traders expect next Wednesday, I believe, a three-quarter point hike from the Fed uh, on Wednesday afternoon. The U.S. stock market has posted a sharp four-day rally ahead of this morning's print. The S&P's gained nearly 6% after posting a near-term low last Tuesday. So that's a big number uh, out at 7.30 a.m. Central this morning. Live cattle were uh, mixed to higher yesterday. Feeder cattle sharply lower. I suppose the feeders did not like that rally in the corn market. Not much cash to speak of yet this week. U.S. dollar is lower. Uh, the S&P's higher ahead of the cash open. The Dow's up 180. Bonds up a little bit. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil is up 99 cents at 88.40 in the November WTI. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.